0: Ah, well, there we go. So we just wait for the feed to come up. So good morning, everybody. Um, I imagine people are joining right now. I can't quite see yet because the feed doesn't come up yet. Ah, so in the Leaders Live room this morning, we're going to have fun hanging out with and chatting to Lee Ashton, author of Grow Your People, Grow Your Sales. Fantastic. And Chris James has said good morning already. So the feed's come up. That's brilliant. So... Uh, that's good. That's brilliant. Good morning, Chris. Um, yeah, give us a give us a wave, Lee. <laughs> and we've got Birdin in the right hand corner there. Give us a wave, Birdin. Birding's our fantastic moderator. Morning, Maria. Um, so Birdin's helping us to get all the comments sorted and moderate the session and chipping in and keeping us keeping us in the flow, folks. So whether it's your morning, whether it's your afternoon, whether it's your evening, wherever you are in the world, welcome to this week's Interactive Leaders Live on a Wednesday. It's normally on a Tuesday, but we're on a Wednesday today. And it's six weeks till spring. Yay! (laughs) Yay! Can't wait. And uh, that was um, music by my uncle Peter. So this is the 38th show as well, folks. So, you know, fantastic that uh, we've been growing this community for so long, uh, since May actually, we're going weekly since then, feels really exciting. And guess what? We've got podcasts on the go as well. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. So uh, please let us know if our audio is coming through okay. So good morning, Maria. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sarah. It's great to see you all. And I'm sure more will be joining us. I can't quite see the feed yet, but um, I'm hoping it'll come up very shortly. So uh, in fact, there we go. So lovely. Okay. Yeah super duper good morning we're, everyone we're all on yeah good morning to you let's uh let's bring you in so uh where is my uh there we go so morning how are you doing
1: Hi, hey, i'm hey. doing really well i'm so excited to be here this is my first kind of live like this for a really long time
0: a really long time well that's great great to have you on the show brilliant we're hanging out with you so uh yeah so it's um yeah, we're live, live, live people. Spreading the love. Yappa dabba do. And as usual, we're streaming out on LinkedIn. We're streaming out on uh Facebook. I'll come to you in a minute, uh Lee. Uh, we're streaming out on a f- on a couple of Facebook groups, Twitter Ta-da! Wow! Uh, ta-da! Yeah, it's all groovy stuff, isn't it? So, as I said, breaking news this week. We're on podcasts. I'll tell you a bit more about that. We're on Anchor FM and we're on Spotify as well now. So you can listen to that Whilst you're in the car, or the train, catching up while cooking, doing the ironing, whatever. So that gives you more more reasons to listen in. Um, if you're new to Leaders Live, say hello in the comments as you're doing. Good morning to everybody. You know, we'd love to hear from you. And remember, too, it's an interactive show, folks. So please let us know... Um, you know uh you're on uh you know get involved with us join in ask us questions network with a live community you know how it goes folks so this morning i'm hanging out with um with lee ashton author of grow your sales grow grow your people grow your sales and um i've really enjoyed getting to know lee's highly engaging um ceo and founder of the sales consultancy as well lots of strings to to your beau Lee and a coaching expert as well, Lee. My gosh, is there no end to this lady's talent? Uh, so how's things for you this morning then, Lee?
1: Yeah, very good. I've yeah. had one of my herbal teas oh. and then I've got real PG tips. No, <laughs> so
0: I'm good. You're, I'm you're really ready good. to go. Brilliant. PG tips. Well, there we are. So uh, Lee has a passion for extraordinary sales conversations around growing your people. Uh, you know, to grow your sales and that's the title of her new book that we'll be chatting about today. So let me just change the scene. So um, moderator-wise, um, we've got Birdine Hugo in the room today and uh, Berdine's dialling in from South Africa, so she's got internet problems this morning. So well, hopefully it'll all stay up like pieces, like these pieces of string do, but welcome Birdine, and uh, Birdine's here to keep us on the straight and narrow and keep the comments flowing. So uh, so that's great. So um and we'll kind of keep coming back to you and I'll come back to you in just a tick as well Lee um so morning Graham Rose um uh yeah uh Paul Winfield good morning uh
1: I have to ask yeah I know someone called Paul Winfield are you the Paul Winfield that I know
0: <laughs> well Paul Winfield is
1: a a- in that
0: He's a he's a he's a paramedic and he's he's on the canal towpath this morning. So oh, there we no. go.
1: The poor Winfield I know definitely is not a paramedic. Okay. So, okay. And
0: that's Paul so there you go. A new another poor Winfield, and we've got um one from Carol Baker as well. PG tips are the best. Someone says I can't quite see who's yeah. saying that at the moment. I'll come back to that comment yeah. in a moment. Um, Super. So, you know, as I've mentioned, Leaders Live is an interactive show, folks. So please join in, network with us, use the comments for questions, engage with us. And remember, it's a group conversation. So quick tease. Going to come back to you in a minute, Lee. Quick tease. Remember that famous line in The Wolf of Wall Street? Sell me this pen. Sell me this pen. You know, how would you answer this, folks? You know, Burdine will put that question in the chat and we'll see as we're going along. So we'd love to know, you know, how you would do that and, you know, while you're listening to this intro. And don't be shy, folks, you know what to do. So, right, Lee and I will chat about why good people make magic happen and how growth mindset development is the route to future success. We're also going to explore, you know, why is growing your people more important than ever for your customers? Uh, today, and why has COVID nineteen and these rapidly changing times made us all more emotionally aware? It's not just the pandemic, folks. But we'll talk to Lee about that. She's got some theories on that, and uh, we'll also be diving into Lee's brand new book, Grow Your People, Grow Your Sales. We're going to talk about what is the valley and how do you keep yourself out of it? Ooh, um, how do your thoughts impact your results? Mm. And how do you navigate out of the comfort zone? We've got and we've got a. Uh, a far exercise, whatever that is, I will be looking at that too. So I don't know the answers to that, but Lee will tell us all. So put it all together. And what have you got? Yeah, you've got it. bibbidi puppy boo So, right. Okay quick word on leaders live while we um just before we we get going so if you're new to the show you know you don't know me i'm andrew jenkins smash those likes for us folks and those thumbs up we'd really appreciate that it keeps us motivated you know how it goes and please 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 would you please subscribe to my youtube channel uh birding will have the link in the comments right now uh this is really hard work growing um youtube channels that any of you've tried it it's blinking hard work so um you know, we'd really appreciate your help on that too so back to lee and just before you begin let's just give you a round of applause <laughs> <laughs> oh i love this scene. spread the love lee spread the love what a groovy build-up hey <laughs> can't beat that for a build-up yeah okay so question for you, Lee, now, kick us off. You know, you've got a couple of questions for the audience. You know. um, do you want to take it away for us, Lee?
1: Yes. I think that for any interaction, whether you're listening to a podcast or you're at a live event or a Zoom virtual, there is one thing you should always ask yourself before you start. Yeah. And that is, what do you want to get out of this time? Because, The more I know about what you want to get out this time, the easier it is for me to deliver something that's of real value to you. So if you can put your outcome for being here this morning in the chat as they come up, I'll look at those and I will share examples that are much more aligned with what people want to get out of the session. So that's the first question. And the second question might help you with the first question but the second question is what are the sales activities that you avoid that you know that if you embrace them or you mastered them would actually increase your success in this area of your life so you may avoid it totally you may have a very good avoidance strategy, which means that you never do it because you say things like, oh, I haven't got time, I've got to do other things, I've got other priorities, or you might half-heartedly do them and and get disappointed with the result. So if I know about those things, then I'll share when I'm talking about the various things I'm going to talk about today, I will share um, some ways of helping you overcome that.
0: Yeah, thank you, Lee. I think um, for me, um, I just think Chris James is on this show as well. It'll be interesting to what what he comes up with as well. But for me, it's that kind of pipeline and you know the database um, discipline that you've got to have to grow those lead generations. And uh, that's for me really one of the hard things, but I'm sure other people will have other parts to that. So, you know, let's let's dig into some questions. Let's talk about um you know the theme of your book why is growing your people more important than ever to your customers and we'll come back to the comments shortly because there's a slight delay in the comments so yeah um, yeah so take
1: it away lee you know okay mm. um in the old days when sales first became a profession and i'm talking about you know even before Uh, you know, we were born, sales was a very honourable profession. You were serving people. You were helping people to uh, buy products or services that was going to help them get from where they are to where they wanted to be. So, over the time or or over the decades, sales became very numbers-oriented. So organizations started pushing people to deliver sales. It was all about pushing services and products onto people. And Mm. that still has some remnants in 2020. Big organizations are still pushing their salespeople and the sales leaders and anyone in the organization to deliver, 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 deliver. And under that pressure, sometimes People make decisions to deliver instead of serving the customer. And so my belief is that if you develop the person to deal with the pressure, to be more resilient, to really care about the people that are your customers, then they will always make the right decision that is right for them it's right for the customer and it's right for the business. Yeah. So it is my belief that improving a person is always going to generate more sales. And there was a study done by Harvard Business Reviews. So they took 200 pieces of research. Wow. And what they found was that happy salespeople or happy people generally uh, generate more sales and are four times more creative and 31% more productive. Wow! So it's like, if you keep your team happy and that doesn't mean being soft and fluffy and letting them get their own way all the time, but if they're happy on the inside, then they're going to be more productive and you are going to generate more sales and your customers are going to be happier because they're getting exactly what they need instead of the thing that gets them more commission or the thing that the company are pushing at that time and putting pressure on the salesperson to, no, we're pushing this line uh, this month. We don't want you to get any other products sold. This is what we want you to sell this month.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? I love those stats. 37% more sales, um, 8% yeah. more, uh, sorry, 30% more productivity, 400% more um, creative if only no, we are. 4%,
1: darling.
0: Oh, 4%. 4%, right, okay. 4% more creative. Well, that's still, 4% is every little bit makes yeah, a difference. For doesn't sure. it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's give you a break for a minute and let's just let the, um, uh, let's bring up the moderator scene. I'm just trying to it here we go so buddy what's going on in the chat so uh, give lee a bit of a break for now what's going on in the chat let's have a
2: look um and just going? mentioned i know the feeling regarding youtube channels i've just restarted oh, yeah. my channel and it takes me about 20 attempts to get the profile right
0: yeah oh yeah yeah thank you andrew right yeah
2: Okay, and then on the question, what are the sales activities that you avoid? Julia said presentations and public speaking. Yeah. Uh, Carol said lack of time in trying to follow everything up.
0: Yeah. Morning, Carol, by the Paul way. And morning Andrew said. Yeah.
2: Paul said knowledge and perception. Yeah. Um Andrew said, public speaking and knowledge. Chris Ooh. said, I'm nervous to ask Lee to run a session for my SDR. <laughs> he's,
0: he's a sweetheart, isn't he? There you go. <laughs> Sweet talker. Sweet talker. There you go, Chris. I'm sure, talker, that one. I'm sure you can sort that out between you. Yeah, anything else, Bertie? <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: Joe said, i um, what she wants to gain. I'd love to gain more knowledge, especially how things have changed in sales over the past two years.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a really interesting mm-hmm. one. We're gonna come to that next actually, Jim, because yeah. that's quite important, isn't it? Um is yeah. this Kathy's just come up with this as well. What's going on there? It's like yes. Kathy's comment.
2: Kathy said sales is still mm-hmm. honourable when it's about understanding needs or pain points and helping to solve them. Pushing mm-hmm. them when there is no pain or need is miss selling. Mm.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, well said. Yes. Yeah.
2: Anything? Uh Paul said, "I'm here to gain knowledge and understand perceptions."
0: Brilliant.
2: Then Joe just commented on what you said, Lee. So she said that is true. Organization leads don't listen, even when they ask how a salesperson is doing. It is always about the bite rather than the
1: nurture.
0: Oh, what do you reckon, mm. Lee? Always yeah, about the I bite, think- rather.
1: <clears throat> Well, one of the things that you have to remember with sales leaders Mm. is that they're normally the most successful of sales people. So they are the top performers generally promoted to being a sales leader. And it's a very different skill set. Generating high volume of uh, sales is not the same as nurturing a group of people to bring out the best in them. and I honestly believe that sales leaders are the most neglected of any role in an organization when it comes to development. People will just assume, or organizations assume, that they know exactly how to do it because they got sales in and they want other people to get sales in. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I, I do think that they're doing the best they can, but they don't know any different because they haven't had the development unless they have chosen off their own back to go and get that development. And that will only be 10% of um, any, uh, probably of the population, but up from uh, there's a, a rule in sales called the, rule, oh, the 10 80, 10 rule, where the 10% at the top mm. are naturally growth mindset. They're driven, they're outcome-focused, and it wouldn't matter if Mickey Mouse was their sales leader (laughs) because they don't actually need a sales leader. They lead themselves. These are the guys that probably end up being sales managers um, and sales leaders. And then you've got the 10% at the bottom who've checked out. They've decided maybe the job isn't for them anymore and... uh, or they feel a bit violated or, you know, they're just not in, their heart's not in it anymore. Mm. And you can't really help these guys. They have to, and when I say guys, I mean guys and girls. Yeah. Um, uh, When they, they have to decide either to commit and stay. Yeah. And, you know, take responsibility for their results or leave and find a job that gives them joy. Now, it's the 80% in the middle where the big growth is because these guys in the middle really want to succeed, but they haven't got the natural growth mindset. They haven't got that natural drive. They haven't got the self-belief or confidence in all situations. You know, they can have it in some because there's like situational confidence is different from core confidence. Mm-hmm. And they will have these aspects that need leadership that needs direction not directions so it's like they need someone who's going to nurture and support them for them to grow and if you're thinking you can have a team of 10 percenters i is here's a reality check it's impossible why is that because everyone in life is on different chapters of their journey and the guys at the top have done many chapters and have learned from experience and learned from mistakes so you will never get a team of 10 percenters because you're always recruiting new people you're developing new people what you're looking for is to get them from the chapter that they're at to the next chapter Ooh, that's, like that that's the job of a leader is not to make the person at chapter five make them like a chapter 50 because you can't get to chapter 50 without doing all the chapters in between doing the hard work because in between each, yeah. yeah each chapter gives you the knowledge and the wisdom to be ready for the next chapter
0: Love that, that step by step approach. Really love that. That's really oh, beautiful. Let's just give you a break for a minute. Let's just catch up with some of the comments here. So um, over to you, Bertine. Uh,
2: Julia said value and customer service is key. Uh, yeah. Good researchers, too.
0: Yeah, spot then, on. Yeah, on with that one.
2: Then Chris, Chris commented, he said, so true. Salespeople are taught outcome selling and not how can I make a difference to the customer.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah so they're, they're told to get the results and this is how to do yeah. it where actually if you yeah. give them an outcome they can sort it out themselves lee is that is that where you would come
1: from some people can yeah um people are outcome natural outcome driven naturally because yeah. they have that psychological preference but the alternative to that preference is procedural so process. those sales people yeah. need a process to follow and they're less outcome driven, but as long as they've got a winning process, they will get the outcome. Yeah. You do a more procedure, so you've got procedural at one end and, and um options at the other. Spot so, on.
0: Spot on. So, yeah, different ways so of these, motivating, right? Yes. Yeah. So
1: these procedural guys need a solid framework to follow. Yeah. They're able to swerve with the punches you know because the process might you know if, if a customer throws them a curveball they'll carry on with the process even <laughs> if it's not actually the best thing to do whereas options people if you try to get your options people to follow a process well good luck with that yeah they later- yeah. they will they focused on the outcome and they might use elements of the process and they yeah. might even use the process, but not in the order that it was created uh, but they will always if, if they get a, a curveball they will be able to bend and flex mm-hmm. um but they you know everyone has these personality types that these are hardwiring we all have them and as once you know what your hardwiring is then you just create strategies to work around them
0: yeah and the key here is that I love that, actually, because different people are motivated by different things. There are options or procedures or specific detail or big picture. You know, you some people are moving towards goals. Some people move away from problems. So it's working out as a sales leader and coaching your staff around not just how you would do stuff, but what is going on inside them. Where's their hard wiring? You've just said, Lee. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Let's, um, bird in what else is going on? Take us through some of the comments here so we can catch up.
2: Joe said 100% develop the person and give them time, not pressure.
0: Yeah, spot on. Yeah, Joe's yeah. involved in sales in printing. So, you know, that's that's a, you know, there's a lot going on sales-wise there. And in the yeah. digital world, that's quite a tough sell. So I spoke to Joe the other day. Good morning to you. Maria, What my mate Maria. How are you doing, Maria?
2: Maria, awesome. Yeah. Uh, How do I keep going back to potential customers without it feeling pressurized for the
1: customer? Oh, That is such a great, great question, Maria. Can I answer that? Yeah,
0: please do, please
1: do. Honestly, whenever I talk to a prospect, I never, ever leave the conversation without asking them, when shall I get back to you? When shall I get back to you? And they tell me, when to get back to them. And if you're in rapport, they always will. They say, well, give me two weeks and, and get back to me. And so when you do go back two weeks later, you say, you asked me to get in touch with you in two weeks. Hey, guess what? It's two weeks later. Who can believe that? You know, so always leave a conversation. And when I say conversation, it could be on any kind of like on, on, uh, online, email. When would you like me to get back to you? Because otherwise you are taking a guess at when is the right time. So if you need, want to know when to call them back, ask them. It's as simple that. as that.
0: Yeah. And that key bit there, um, Lee, you just sort of popped into a sentence there. If you've got enough rapport with somebody, you know, th- that question becomes absolutely right, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. Uh, and the key is the rapport as well as asking the question, when shall I get back to you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's
1: really interesting. A great example mm. is I, I had a meeting with a sales leader and as we were leaving, he said, well, this is greatly, you know, I've got to do this. And he gave me this whole list of things that he wanted to do to push the proposal forward. And I said, okay, so when should I get back to you? Thinking he was going to say, give me a month, because it sounded like such a big list of things. Yeah. And he said, oh, give me two or three days. <laughs> so even that, so yeah. you, your own perception will be biased in some way. It's much better to ask the person because they know how much time they need and you don't.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. I hope that answers that question. Other questions, Bordine? Take us through what else is going on uh,
2: graham rose asked how does self image of the salesperson impact sales results
1: oh oh hugely yeah. hugely graham
0: that's a brilliant question isn't it that? yeah
1: you know if you believe that you're not able to do something then you're sending a message to your mind that you can't do it. So your mind actually doesn't attempt to. You know, the mind is really complex, but it's also very simple. If you have a belief, even though you have created that belief, your mind will treat it as a rule. You told me that, you know, your mind doesn't c- cut, like, go and give you a slap and say, don't be ridiculously, you know you can do that you've done it a million times and also the mind negates examples of where you have done it yeah because negative. because it isn't aligned with your belief so it goes oh that's a fluke let's not file <laughs> that in the success pocket <laughs> That's just an oddball thing that's Uh, just happened. Brilliant, yeah. Because it's not aligned. You're actually everything you say, even out loud, Mm. internally. It like your unconscious mind is eavesdropping on that dialogue.
0: Isn't that true? Yeah, that kind of limiting belief, those inner mind chatter things. How we talk to ourselves is really important. Mm. Does Chris Chris James says rose mindset? There must be a joke in that somewhere.
2: No, he's he's uh, responding to Graham's.
0: Ah, okay, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, what (laughs) else is going on? So, Kathy's got a comment here. Uh, Yeah.
2: Yes, sales also needs a well-researched and executed go-to-market strategy. Mm. If this isn't done, then the sales team will miss opportunities and
1: face barriers that haven't been prepared for.
0: Okay, yeah, that sales-marketing mix, Lee.
1: Yeah, the more sales and marketing speak to each other, the better. Because, <laughs> yeah. honestly, yeah. The, some great yeah. CEOs I know actually in, have sales and marketing in the meeting, in the yeah. sales um, because marketing can't deliver what sales needs unless it really understands what's going on in sales. Now you can have a go to market strategy that is totally not worth the paper it's written on. So I, I you know, so there are elements of that, Joe, that I don't totally agree with, because I'm very much the believer that even a go-to-market strategy is theory. Until you get out in the field and see the reactions and uh, gather the reactions of everybody, you, even that the perfect go-to-market strategy can be blown out of the water and you have to start again because nobody thought of that reaction. So yeah. I think it's always good to, to do a little bit, have a, like a structure of a go-to-market strategy and then test it out and then Uh, tweak it the go-to-market strategy is like a live and evolving beast yeah it's iterative and it changes
0: yeah and feedback from the sales team can really help that too but um but the strategy thing is absolutely right isn't it being well researched but actually be prepared to to change as well along the way i guess lee you have
1: to be flexible and the last two years have really shown that to be true right you know there are there are five characteristics. I call them the five keys to success. All successful people are very good at these five things. And they're all different personalities, yet haven't, haven't got to be a certain personality type to be successful. But the five things are know your outcome, be really clear about the outcome, you know want. The, outcome. Yeah. the second is take action because lots of people are really good at clarifying the outcome, but are too afraid to take the first step, or they won't take a step until they think they've thought of everything. Just take any step, even if it's wrong, you'll get, you know, it'll get you off the starting block. So clarify your outcome, take action, then be aware, be aware of the impact that your action has had. Is it moving you closer to what you want? Or is it moving you away from what you want? The, the fourth one is be flexible. If your actions are not getting you where you want to be, then do something else and keep doing something else until you get on the trajectory that you want in terms of your outcome. And the fifth one, which feeds into all of them, is rapport. Make sure that you have rapport with every single person who has any any impact at all in the success of that outcome so that could be mm. all the other departments yeah. or you know as well as the customers you know everyone knows you should have rapport with customers but how about the guy that does the packing in the warehouse you know yeah. if he hates you Then, you you know, really, you know, if you've been horrible or nasty to him or disrespectful or just ignored him as like not important, then um, that will have an impact on you getting your outcome. So be kind to everybody, be in rapport with everybody. Everyone is doing a job to get the outcome. Everyone, if you're a business owner, everyone in your business is doing a job to get you to where you want your business to go. If you work in an organization, all the other departments that support you are doing their job to get the the organizational outcome. I can't tell you how many organizations I've worked with where sales don't like marketing (laughs) or they don't like tech. Or they don't yeah. like the, the design, you know. And as soon as they learn about rapport and being nice to each other, everything changes miraculously. <laughs> Funny isn't that, that, isn't it? Strange?
0: Yeah. So resistance is always a sign of a lack of rapport, right? So uh, that's yeah. just something that I learned once. Um, so yeah, yeah uh, so I want to move on a little bit, but I just want to bottom some of these comments as well. So um, back to the back to you, Burdine. What else is going on? Let's just see if we can bottom some of these other comments coming through.
2: Uh. Just quickly, first of all, good morning, Jack. Yeah, good um, morning, Jack. Jack great said he's you. a bit late. <laughs> uh, then Julia said that she totally agrees. Jack said people buy from people.
0: Yeah, spot on. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
2: And Kathy said she says that all the time. So great stuff. Chris said there's two types of sellers. One, I'm going to smash my, my target. Brilliant. And two, by working with us, what difference or value can I bring to the customer? As a buyer, who would you want to? Who would you want to call you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You wanna yeah, you uh, wanna make a difference, right? Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah.
1: For sure. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. That's that a like great question.
0: Selling. Yeah,
2: mm, <laughs> well definitely
0: great question, Chris. Yeah.
2: Uh Graham said, "Always leave a key conversation to get back into the room." Uh, yeah. Then Paul commented, "I like to swim in unpolluted waters."
0: <laughs> I wonder what that means. Yeah. Paul, yes, means
1: I'm, cool. I'm curious about yeah. that. What's the backstory, Paul?
0: Yeah, do tell us, Paul. We'd love to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Joe jo says,
2: I completely get you. Sometimes the mind says no, don't pick up the phone. They're going to say no. <laughs> I give yeah. myself a size six kick to get the phone picked up. Sometimes with the best results.
0: Yeah, it's facing yeah, that, that's that, great. that facing ourselves, isn't it, um, Lee? And, you know, and you, uh, uh,
1: yeah, and you do have to remember, there's no salesperson on the planet that has a hundred percent conversion. Yeah. So. You know, you are going to get no's. That's just, part of the, that's just part of the industry that we've chosen to be in, you know. And they're not saying yeah. no to you in any case. And you just could have called them at the wrong time. If you called them in a month, they'd never remember that you called them the month <laughs> previous, you know, because they've forgotten you as soon as they've put the phone down. Yeah. So, so seriously, you know, you are going to get no's. So just pick up the phone and know that, each time you get a no, you're one
0: closer to a yes. Yeah, and I suppose if some of the stats are, well, nine out of ten say no, then at least that's that's another no off the list, right? So that's, you yeah. know, I'm getting closer to that 1% of people, that 10% of people that say yes. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, what else um, have we got, Bourdain?
2: Cecile's got a question. She asked, can marketing and sales work together as a partnership?
0: Ooh, good
1: question. Yeah. Uh, I believe that they can, yeah. Cecile, um, I, because they both want the same thing. Yeah. You know, they want to, one wants to generate leads, and the other wants to close those leads and create sales. So there's a unity that actually ties them together, and if they're working like closely like this they're more likely to both reach their outcome. And that's like a growth mindset attitude. Whereas a fixed mindset would be like, we're marketing and they're sales or vice versa. You do what you do. Like when I first got into sales, we used to get leads that marketing generated and and all the salespeople used to moan about the quality of the leads. But, you know, these are crap. You know what a waste of time mm-hmm. you take two hours to drive to a place and they're not really that interested um and but i always thought oh my word this is like a piece of gold it's yeah. my job is to make it convert thank you this is like a bit of cold calling that i haven't got to do now yeah. so i always thought of it as something to treasure um, but not all salespeople do because they don't, you know, marketing is the faceless organization, isn't it? The faceless department. Um, so, yes, I do think that they can work really well together and have seen them working very well together in many places.
0: Yeah. And Graham just challenges this, just says, um, where is he? Uh, you know, is this a marketing conversation or a sales event? That's an interesting question. I think what we're doing is teasing out the very close relationship between marketing and selling and sales can't do well without the marketing strategy being behind it, I guess, Lee. Mm. Just to answer yeah. your question there, Graham. Okay.
1: And, and you know, any anyone that has a separate marketing department well, you salespeople count yourself lucky because any organisation that hasn't got a separate marketing department means that the salespeople are doing the marketing and the sales.
0: Right, so doing both. Okay, and You're a very doing close, both,
1: yeah. Yeah, there's you a have very close relationship.
0: Yeah, very. These days, it's even closer, right? So that that's yeah. the reason why you always can't extricate marketing from sales now because the two are becoming so close together. I think so. So that, that, so. that was really the point there, Graham. Let's dive into your fab book. Lee a little bit more you know mm. let's talk about you talk about the valley in your book talk to us right. about what is that that lee
1: so the valley is the place that people go to when things are not going exactly as they'd like yeah so For if you people, imagine like... anyone right. the valley is all walks you know it it's in every aspect of our lives so if you imagine yourself at the bottom of the valley mm. and the sides are high, you can't see the landscape because you're deep down below it. Yeah. And you, the language that you're likely to be using to yourself or to others who are in the valley with you is, oh, there's just not enough time. Oh, it's really hard right now. Nobody wants to listen. Yeah. The COVID has affected the business people just aren't spending any money these these reasons and excuses that you use that make you feel better about the results that you're achieving so it, you know when you're there on your own is one thing but when there's a few of you in there it's like you're saying oh it's really hard yes i know uh, you all reinforce each other okay. it's really tough right now isn't all it right. You know, we haven't been able to get to the same level of sales as pre-COVID or you can't get the staff. You know, there's all of these things and you're reinforcing the fact that it's no one's fault, but it's someone else's fault. You know, no Uh, one in the valley ever thinks it's their fault. It's someone else out there or a situation out there but it's nothing to do with me. And when you do that, it's like crossing your arms. And even though you want something, it's really unlikely that you get it unless you're an order taker in, you know, we call people in sales order takers who don't really have to work for the sale. Phone rings, they pick it up, they take the order and then they put the phone down and then the phone rings again, you know, so. But it's also true in your life, in like your health or your finances or anything, you can use this analogy. So that's one, you're in the valley. So imagine yourself now at the top of the valley, you can see the landscape, you can see all the options available to you. Now, when you're at the top of the valley, it doesn't negate what you were thinking in the bottom of the valley, you know, I haven't got enough time could be a very valid reason for you not getting around to the things that you want to do. But when you're at the top of the valley, you ask yourself the question. So you acknowledge that you haven't got enough time and then you ask yourself this golden question. Please write this down. What am I going to do about it? (laughs) I haven't got enough time. What am I going to do about Uh... it? Things aren't the same as pre- covid what am i going to do about it
0: okay um, I need better sales people what are we going to do about it i need better marketing, marketing haven't given
1: me any good lead yeah. what am i going to do about it yeah. i haven't got enough sales in this month what am i going to do about it my pipeline's too small what am i going to do about it <laughs> you take responsibility for the challenge that you have and then that leads to you taking back your power because when you're in the bottom of the valley you give your power to the thing that you think is the problem you're a victim of that thing or that other person or people when you're at the top of the valley you take back your power and go Okay. okay well i may i may not have enough time so what am i going to do so say you wanted to get to the gym i'm going to get up earlier." or I'm going to go to the gym on the way home so that I don't go home yeah. uh, because I know that if I go home you I won't go, go.
0: yeah
1: so you can use this concept in so many different ways and 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 really take back ownership of your results. And it takes courage to do that. I understand why people go in the Valley because it's much easier to blame something else, but successful people don't stay in the Valley. Okay. That's the difference between someone who's successful and not. The people that are not successful will be in the Valley most of the time. Mm. The people who have some modicum of success, but not always will be in the Valley some of the time and some of the time they'll be out of it. But People who are truly successful, they might say, Oh man, I haven't got enough time for this. Okay, so what am I going to do about it? But in the same breath.
0: Okay, so folks, you know, good challenge for you guys. You know, where are you at the moment? Are you in the valley or are you at the hilltop and looking down? So, and it sounds like if we're in the valley, then. it's all about victim mindset, isn't it? And you know, we blameless, we're much powerless, so. aren't we?
1: Very much so. And now key, I have a belief. Yeah. I have a belief that might help you with this. Okay. Um, that you, if you, if you like it, then you can take it on and try it for size. My belief is that nobody. Um, l- let me just rewind. We create everything that happens in our lives by the actions we choose to take and the actions we choose not to take, because even that has a consequence. So when something happens to me that isn't like totally great or could be downright bloody awful, (laughs) I don't think to myself oh, why has this happened to to me? me. me,
0: me, I asked myself,
1: what did I do that contributed to this happening?
0: Okay, yeah, why did this happen to me and take responsibility for it, do something different. Not
1: why did this happen to me, that's a different question to what did I do that contributed to this? Because when you take ownership of the part you played, it is much better to heal from that incident or that whatever it is that's yeah.
0: going on take the bitter because pill swallow it learn from it, Lee. it is that is, right?
1: yeah so yeah. so i don't believe people choose to be in a bad place no. and i don't think something happened to them because they're a wicked or bad person or anything <laughs> like that stuff just happens in life
0: yeah stuff happens right
1: yeah yeah you just interesting. have to take ownership of your bit
0: yeah and just to give you a break there um Verdine, i think joe said this hasn't she I think.
1: Yeah.
0: I must yes. admit, I bounce between the valley and the top. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. truthful, isn't it? It's spot on, Joe. We, we all do. We all do. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. And Andrew says at the moment, that's where he is. He's in the valley. So, yeah, it's yes. a it's a toughie, isn't it? And then Paul's come up with this beauty here and says, you know, reframe it, you know, why why, why has this happened to me? You know, actually, what um what you're saying, Lee, is that... It, Understand what's happened and then take control of it, right?
1: Yeah, the why yeah. is a very judgmental question. Yeah. So you could say, why has this happened to me? because oh, I'm a bad person. Why does this I'm always useless, happen to me? I'm useless. <laughs> I'm useless, I'm useless yeah. at this X, Y, or Z. You know, it's very judgmental. So it may lead to a more negative place where when you ask, what have I done that's Or how have I got here? Yeah. Yeah, then that's a really, much more practical
0: Yeah, it's a good good spot. Uh, Brilliant. Thanks, Paul, for that comment. It's really helped us to think that through. My mate, Carol Baker, Morning Carol, says this. Fab advice, Lee. You have really changed my perspective and mindset. You have just shown the path out of the valley. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, remember that pathway was one. Think about the outcome. Secondly was take action. Thirdly was be aware of the impact. You know, measure. Take some measurements. Take some stock. Fourthly was be flexible. And I think fifthly was always, always, always be in rapport. And uh, my mate, Carol, she's always um, in rapport with people. And uh, bless
1: you, Carol. We need more people
0: like you. Yeah. And Paul says for me, not me. <laughs> yeah. OK, thanks, Paul. <laughs> OK, so, um, yeah. Now, you talked about this thing in your book called Far. Does that help us to come out of the valley here, that that model that you talked about?
1: Well, T-F-A-R is um, um, different to the valley. Okay. Because, so, it's your thoughts create your feelings that then create the action that you take that then give you the result that you get. Okay. So, most people are not aware of their trigger thought simply because it's often very unconscious so i'm going to just do a quick exercise with you all on on the show today so that you can get a real experience of this and how easy it is to shift your thinking in a way that will really empower you to do something different and you can use this in all areas of your life in you Mm. know business sales health Finance,
0: any anything. Yeah, and so- Paul. Paul says this just for a minute. I've just realised what he said here, Paul. This is quite profound. Just picking up what you just said there, Lee. For me, not to me. Right. This is what this exercise yeah. helps to do. Paul, spot on, Paul. All right, Go on, Lee. Carry on. Sorry.
1: Um. So. Uh, think about something that you are really good at, that you love to do. And yeah. it doesn't have to be a massive thing. It could be, you make the best carrot cake on the planet. You know, you'd have to be in a fight with my sister because I think hers is bloody amazing. But, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but honestly, um, think of something, it can be really a small thing. You're really good at gardening, you're good at running, anything, just pick. But it has to be one specific thing for the exercise. There you go, folks. one,
0: One thing you're good at, you love doing.
1: All right. Okay. So I want you to think about yourself doing that thing that you love to do and that you know that you are good at. And just in the chat, could you quickly put the feeling that you notice in your body when you imagine yourself about to do that thing? Oh, nice. Yeah. So, And there's no right or wrong answer here because we have no idea what your thing is. So the word will be appropriate for whatever the activity is for you. Yeah. You can pick any activity. So I just mine. need about three examples before I go ahead.
0: OK, so for me, it's about um, feeling in the flow. So there's 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 a fourth one
1: <laughs> uh, So, take a little picking... bit of
0: time for the feed to come through. So, uh, okay. yeah, what's the feeling right. that you get with a good with that good? memory that good picture okay admiration Admiration. inspired yeah
1: inspired perfect so what you'll you'll see as the feed um rolls up is that all of the feelings are positive feelings because you know i've been doing this exercise for like 20 years so you know i know that everybody responds with a positive feeling So you've got this positive feeling, determined.
0: Determined, spot on. Nice one, Andrew.
1: So, so I didn't ask you what the trigger thought was, because sometimes we don't know what they are, but we always have access to the to feelings the feeling, in the our sensation. body. sensation, yeah. Yeah, look, excited, elated, brilliant. So yeah. you've got nice one, a positive feeling in the body can only be triggered by a positive thought. You can't have a negative thought triggering a positive feeling. So you have a positive thought which triggers that positive feeling in the body, which means that the action you take is laser focused because every cell in your body wants to do that thing. Every part of you. It's like a whole body action. And because it's a laser focused action, you get a really good result. That reinforces the trigger thought that you're good at this. So you get this positivity loop that is a self fulfilling prophecy. Love that. So every time you do that activity, it's all you're always going to get a good result. Love that. And So scrub that, because there's another part of the exercise. Did you have a question? And yeah, I was
0: going to say, this, you could do that as a double loop as well, Lee. So you could look at, okay, what's gone wrong? You know, why, why am I in the valley? Or, or what's happened well, for me to be in the valley?
1: Well, let yeah. me do the next part of the exercise. Okay.
0: groovy, go for and then, it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so now scrub that and think about something okay, that, that you're away. not so good at. Ah,
0: okay. Think yeah. about
1: something like maybe that you're avoiding. Yeah. Or every time you do it, it doesn't go so well. Yeah. And it could be the, the thing that I ask you right at right the beginning, at the beginning. Like, what yeah. sales activity are you avoiding? Yeah. And I want you to notice what feeling you get in your body as you imagine yourself doing this activity. Yeah. So, you know, while, you know, when you think of that thing, what do you feel in your body?
0: So this is the 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 bad thing, right? The negative influence. Well, not bad piece.
1: thing, but yeah. you're you think it's bad.
0: Yeah.
1: You think it's bad, but it's not heavy uh, headed. Yeah. Yeah. Spot yeah. On. And yeah. people are the kind of words that people come up with are dread. And <laughs> yeah. not I'm, 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 like, I feel sick.
0: Yeah, heavy stomach, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Frustrated, Frustrated says
0: Andrew. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. one that comes. So much, Andrew. So you've got this negative feeling in the body that's triggered by the negative thought. And the negative thought could be something like, oh, do I really have to do this? Oh, why (laughs) do I have to do this? Can't somebody else do this? You know, Um, and so you've got this negative thought that creates this negative feeling. And very interesting happens when, when you get that happening. Or, you know, it's like, a dance, like part of you wants to do it and part of you is pulling back. So there's this tension. Yeah. That sends your energy in all different directions. And when that occurs, it is impossible for you to do a laser-focused action because there's only part of you that actually wants to do the thing.
0: Yeah, the thing.
1: There's a whole host of energy pulling back And the power that is pulling back is actually more powerful than the power moving forward and that means that when you do the action you get at best a mediocre result that reinforces your trigger thought that you are not so good at this and then you get a loop of negativity Uh, which becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy Prophecy, every time that you have this thought Mm -hmm. so This is the remedy, and it's very, very simple. If this is the thing that you are wanting to do and you have this negative association with it, and this is you, I want you, when you notice that feeling in your body, to stop and take a couple of deep breaths. There's no point in doing the activity because it's not going to be the best version of you that shows up to do that activity. So you have so say for example you don't need to have the exact wording for whatever's in your unconscious mind you know so this negative feeling say it's like frustrated and the trigger thought is why isn't this easier (laughs) you know just just make up the trigger thought Um, or you know why do I struggle with this why can't I complete this you know so that's the trigger thought and this is one perspective this is your perspective of this situation but get this and this is really important there are 360 other perspectives that you could choose from you have chosen to stand in this position so when you notice that uncomfortable feeling in your body Mm. you are consider what the trigger thought could be. And then you come up with five or six alternative trigger thoughts that you could have. So it could be, every time I do this, I get better at doing this.
0: Yeah. Every day, every, every week. Every time
1: I do this, I get the feedback I need to yeah. know what to drink. Um, every time I do this, I learn. Every time I do this, I get a brownie point for stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, you can, up with so many different things
0: <laughs> give myself a tap you, on the back
1: yeah so, so you you come up with about half a dozen things yeah. and then you think which one just do i resonate with the most today yeah and then when you think well i resonate more with every time i do this i get a brownie point for stepping out of my comfort zone or every time i do this i grow yeah um and then you just see how does that feel in my body. Spot now on. you may not be ecstatic to do the activity, but if it's neutral or better, then that's really good you because that thing will get better the more Brilliant. you do it. But neutral or better means that you're more likely that all of your yeah. body is going to do it. So it so it could be that you the kind of language people use to me is actually I feel hopeful yeah. or I feel curious Spot to see on. how it's going to go. And yeah, so they're not excited necessarily as they would be with something they're good at, but they actually think, oh, okay, let's just see what happens here. Picking yeah. up the phone or doing the presentation or, yeah. you know, it's not about being perfect. It's about being you. And
0: being, yeah, absolutely. And changing a different, getting a different result. I love that. That's yeah. a really neat piece of state shift. It's not about the content folks. It's about how you're feeling. Lee that was fantastic thank you ever so much I mean I think we need I I say this to a lot of our guests but we need a round two we definitely need a round two and we're running out of time but I just wanted to say folks look we've got a freebie coming up here and um, let me just bring up Lee's book here um we could listen to you all morning, I'm sure, but um, we're really <laughs> out talk of time. About, I
1: could talk about it all day. Uh,
0: I know. And particularly this whole thing about growth mindset, shifting our state of mind, massively important for sales or for any walk of your life. But, you know, Lee's book is called Grow Your People, Grow Your Sales, uh, Creating a Winning Growth Mindset. And, you know, it's also about are you a frustrated sales leader? Are you, do you wish your, your team would embrace more of the right behaviours? You know, do they know what to do? uh uh, and how to do it uh, and how they can train themselves to do that and that's all about this mindset growth um uh piece so uh yeah chris says you didn't say that to me yeah i'm learning chris (laughs) chris was on the show a few a few weeks ago (laughs) so uh yeah lovely so and then actually look we've got a freebie coming up so lee talk us about this quick freebie quickly for us you know what what are you offering here
1: Because I love you all and I love sharing (laughs) this mindset stuff with everyone who will listen. Um, I think the more people with a growth mindset in the world, the happier and more contented we will all be. Um, I am going to give away to the first five people uh, to write in the chat, yes, please, I'd like a book. I'm going to send you a (laughs) copy of my book that I will sign. And so you'll have um, an insight into the darkest corners of my mind and how <laughs> i help other people to shine the light on the good stuff in their oh,
0: mind i love that shine the light so first five people folks and um, put your request right now into the um into the chat yeah, box we already field. have one well done graham
1: for being <laughs> the first yeah, what a man of action Woo-hoo! graham is
0: always the first he is uh, brilliant at that and paul
1: yeah <laughs> thank
0: you there you go brilliant oh, and dr julian nesbitt go for it yeah okay brilliant so thank you dr julian great to have you on the show Um there's room for one is there one more one two three four there's one more oh we got five. One, two, five one three,
1: two three no, four oh.
0: five yeah andrew's got it so there we go um but i'm sure uh, well i don't know you're gonna have to plead then jack with uh <laughs> what the jumper, I want the says, jumper. <laughs> yeah you i you know
1: chris james wears the best shirts he doesn't just He just. Oh, he's got fantastic shirts. When I met Chris, I said, you are. Honestly, you just wear the best shirts. Yeah. He wants my jumper. I don't think you'll fit fit into it, Chris.
0: And a blue Peter badge as well. So, in fact, we've got seven here. I don't know how far you want to Uh, go. Well,
1: look, you know, what you can do for those of you that weren't in the top five, You know, you can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm giving this advice uh, on LinkedIn all the time. um, And, uh, you know, and if if for those of you that are six and onwards, well, maybe you could send me a little LinkedIn message to say why you actually deserve a book, why I should give you a book, even though you're not in the top five. Sell
0: yourself to me and let me happen. what Why do <laughs> so, well, I don't want this book? There you go, Carol. There's a thought for you. So, yes. You're brilliant at that, Carol. Go on, see if you can squeeze a free book out of uh, of uh, Lee. That'll be fantastic. So, look, listen, we could talk to you all day. I hope you found that useful, folks. Um, thank you ever so much, Lee, for your uh, just a fantastic session today. So much interaction. If you need any further advice on sales and coaching, you know, contact Lee directly. Her details are uh, in the post. We've just put her website details in, I think, and her contact details. Um, thanks again Lee for unpacking your book you know we loved having you on the show um, oh, yeah. thank you it yeah. was
1: great I love all this interaction oh
0: it's good fun isn't it and drumroll folks drumrolls you know as I said earlier the show now replays on podcasts yeah you can catch us up on anchor.fm and on Spotify and we're going to more channels as we speak um so uh yeah this show will be in the lineup in, very shortly after this show please also join in the linkedin leaders live group folks uh, to keep the conversation moving over there so you can flip over to the leaders live group if you're not there yet um link birding will put um the link in the uh, description please subscribe to the youtube channel as well i really really appreciate that and if birding can add that again to the link that'll be really really useful thank you um you know, just before I get on to what's happening next week, folks, a quick word on the purpose and why with Leaders Life. You know, why do we do Leaders Life? And it all starts with the passion that you are more than you think. Uh, and we're also building community here, folks. You know, that's why you, know, you, you guys have just been great supporting this whole show. You know, and um, thank you for being part of it. It's, this is something we're doing together. And this is particularly relevant to building back better businesses and better people. You know, that whole grow your people, grow your sales thing, you grow your business um, that we've really been coming out of for the last two years, folks. So you know, that's why I do this. And so Leaders Live is our freely available, my freely available, entertaining expression of this. Anybody can join in, folks, and enjoy taking part in extraordinary conversations that we've just had today with Lee. And the maxim is I to the power of we. And um, you know, look, these simple ideas we aim to make a difference and make the world better, to folks. So you know, we want a spirit of freedom, of joy, of fun, and this feel-good factor. And I think that's really, really important. So, a quick, um, a quick bit on what uh, what I do professionally. You can contact me for uh, keynote speaking. I speak about growth mindset. I speak about high performance. Teamwork. I speak about business change and my company PDX boosts your business success through developing high performing teams and leadership programs. You can hire me as an experienced executive coach as well. And lastly, I run a subscription based community called Inspired CEOs. So those are all sorts of things that you can you can check me out on and uh, get in contact with me, too. So and you'll find, you know, you know where to find me. So that's absolutely fine. So quick thought on where we're heading let's look at the goose for next week so next week's leaders live you know we're back in our usual Tuesday spot Tuesdays the usual spot 15th of February at our usual time of 8:45 we'll be hanging out again again with Colonel David Brambell and we're going to talk about the importance of storytelling in business Ooh. and David was on the show way back in August and this is a round 2 so we'll be chatting about learning from making change uh, to make it easier f- uh, to get our heads around uh, change and storytelling is really good for that so be there or be square So that just remains for me to wrap up today. And uh, I just wanted to say, we've really enjoyed having you, Lee. Thank you, um, Lee and Birding, for being on the show and every one of you here today. Uh, We wish you a great week ahead. Hope you enjoy the outro music. It's going to take us weeks to clear up all this confetti. So that's all for now, (laughs) folks. See you again next week. Ta-ra for now. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye.